Hello, children of God. Welcome back to Marie Speaks God's Grace Bible Study. And today, I just wanted to boast on the Lord a little bit and share where I get a lot of my books or Bibles from or study material. Um, because many of us know getting Bibles or study material can be quite costly. So one of the things I did was years ago, I prayed to God. When I first started this Bible study um, and God was like, Marie, I want you to read my word, share my word and study my word. I'm going to be quite honest. I had one Bible and it was a Bible from... 2000 and I want to say six or seven that I actually gave to someone um, when I was going to church right before I got rebaptized and resaved, even though I wasn't um, at all right with God. I'm just putting it out there. Anyhow, I had this Bible and I prayed to God and I was like, God, this is in Old English. It's a King James Version. I didn't even know the difference between versions of the Bible at that time, um, but I can't really understand it. Can you please direct me to a Bible um, that you want for me that I should study from? So that led me on a quest of collecting and finding and being directed to several different versions of the Bible. Now, I can honestly say God has tremendously blessed me in this as well as other categories of my life, but especially in receiving several different versions of the Bible. And I want to share with some of that with you all today. And I promise you, I'm going to try to keep it together in Jesus name. Amen. All right. So. I'm still getting my office together, so I apologize <laughs> for the background, but that's not what is important. What is important is <sighs> this past Labor Day, I am in a new area. I recently moved and I love, 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 love studying God's word. But I wanted a Bible that had several different versions of the Bible in it. You know, one of those Bibles where you could cross-reference um, the Word of God between different versions of the Bible instead of having several different books open because I honestly, I don't have a desk right now. Everything is piled up and then there are stuff on it and it is a temporary wobbly, if you can see how it's wobbling table that all of this is on. I wish I could show it to you guys because it would be a little bit funny in my opinion. And then over there, over there are tons of books just piled. It is quite a mess. But anyhow, I prayed to God and I said, God, um, I just want to walk around the city and praise you and thank you for moving me here. I absolutely love it here. When when you are somewhere that God has set you to be for an appointed place of time, there is such a peace about it. Everyone, or the majority, I should say, of people you will run into will be godly people who just confirm with their very presence and their word and his love of them and you that you are where God wants you to be. 
So that day I was praying and I was like, God, I would like to find a Bible to compare your word and cross-reference. I would love to find other books about you, of course, because I want to study. I want to find other different versions of Bible handbooks. But you know me, my Lord. If you could find it in your beautiful, glorious heart to gift me with old Bibles, Lord, I would know for sure your presence is upon this day with me wherever I'm going, right? And so I went out about my day and I went to a store that I felt God directed me to. And as I'm walking into the store, <laughs> I see all these different things. And I was like, oh, maybe I can find a tea set here. I think many of you might know. I have recently got, a, got out of drinking so much coffee. I used to drink it all day, every day. Uh, but God has moved me into drinking tea. So I wanted to find a usable but delicate and pretty tea set. Now, I didn't get a tea set. I did get three of these. And it was from a used store. So, oh, hi, hi, hi. It ended up costing me maybe $6. But to me, it's cute. I know it's not everyone's taste, but I like it. And I sip it and I'm like, Oh yes, I like it spot tea. And <laughs> I feel kind of silly, but I enjoy these simple little things while reading the word of God. That is just me. Anyhow, um, as I'm walking in and I'm looking for um, you know, a cute little tea set, something I can use every day, I see old books and I'm saying oh the books that you can open up and smell them and they smell old they look old the binding is coming off they were probably made in the early 1900s or even in the 1800s old books and I said I'm gonna ask so I went up to the counter I'm gonna keep it together oh Lord hold me together you know I love you and there was this darling uh, woman there across the counter. And I said, okay, I'm probably showing my hand too much, but I see you have old books up front. Do you happen to have any old Bibles? And if you do, just show me where they are and I will look for hours. And she was like, oh, I don't know. They're scattered around the store. And I was like, you, she, she was in the middle of something. I said, no, 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 no. I don't want you to stop what you're doing. I know you're very busy. I go, but if you could just point me in the right direction, I will look. And she turned around and she reached down into this cabinet behind her. And she pulled out these black bags. And in these black bags, hi, hi, hi. And in these black bags were these three old Bibles. Now, some might look at these three old Bibles and think they're a waste. There's something that should be tossed. There's something that have been used and abused and maybe even taken for granted. But when I look at old Bibles like this, I see God's promise. 
where God promised to preserve his word for us. God promised that his word is everlasting. And God promised that for those who seek him, know him, and call him by name, he will give them out of the abundance of their heart. Now to others, these old Bibles probably aren't worth much monetarily. I'm sure they wouldn't even go much at an auction. Some of these don't even have a copyright date on them. That's how old they are. But when I open up a Bible like this and I see notes in here, this is what I love. Because in my mind, the person who owned this Bible treasured it. They studied it possibly like we do. They wrote notes in here and even dated it. This one is dated October 4th, 1976, 7 p.m. And in this letter, they're talking about deacon elections and a church afternoon and their assignments and and what they're gonna do for the day and how the planning's going and an election of the church committee and they're doing it in beautiful cursive writing isn't that beautiful to me this is treasure hallelujah and this bible i was looking at it and i was like wow you know god it doesn't even it doesn't have a copyright date on it that's one of the things i love to look for but where a copyright date should be it's blank <laughs> so I don't know I don't know where or what year at least it could be from it's printed in the United States of America and this is the only uh, excuse me writing that's in here it says published in Cleveland New York that's it it's, this is the authorized edition of the 1611 King James version of the Bible. It doesn't even have a copyright date. Isn't that beautiful? And when you look inside, it is worn. The pages are yellow. I should have got a tissue. I know I'm a crybaby. Excuse me, I don't mean to be gross. Uh, the pages are yellow. <laughs> but to me, it's absolutely beautiful. I I love it. I love you, God. Anyhow, when she pulled out this bag containing these three Bibles, y'all know Miss Marie. Miss Marie's a crier, and I promise you, just like I'm crying now, my big old ugly cry. Um, I shouldn't say it that way. Thank you, Jesus. With my cry face and all, I was like, oh my gosh, the kind of joyful tears where you don't even have words. You're just like, oh yes, thank you, Jesus, you know? And she placed them on the counter and I promise you everyone, the whole world stopped. I'm pretty sure there were people walking by because it was, even though it was Labor Day, um, you know, this store was open. It was one of the only stores open. Many of the stores were closed. And that was one of the things I felt God guided me to getting to the store because I was going to go to a different antique and thrift store. But 
the one that I wanted to look at was closed that day. So I was like, oh, I'll go to this one. And I was like, I'm sorry. And I was like, I don't think I can properly explain how I just feel so blessed right now. And she said, these Bibles were waiting for you. And if I wasn't already crying, I started crying even more, right? And she's like, I'll hold them for you. You can go look around and, and then these will be here waiting for you. And I was like, amen in Jesus' name. So I went and I found a little teacup set and I thought, <laughs> I'm so cheesy, I admit it. But it's the little things that matter and I like this and believe it or not, if and when I have, you know, my little girlfriends come over and we're having a tea night or coffee night, to me, that's going to be enjoyable to share and tell them the story how I got that tea set and then show them these old Bibles. These old Bibles, I'm going to be honest, I probably won't use on a daily because they are old and they are delicate. This one's loosening the binding right here. But look what's inside. Oh, I love seeing writing in notes like this. I just love it. I love to read other people's points of views on comment on Bible verses. Excuse me. This one has a concordance. And I love seeing what other people thought were important to highlight or underline. And when I'm looking at old Bibles, I pray. I pray to God if the person is out there in the world and they're still alive, I pray for them and, and whatever they're going through, wherever they're at, that God just meet every need they have. And I pray that God blesses them in Jesus name for preserving this Bible so that years later I could walk into an antique store, ask randomly to some beautiful woman behind a counter she has old bibles and she could reach down and say here they are they've been waiting for you amen in jesus name and i love it this one actually has a name and birth dates in it and i think it's beautiful so this was presented to a bruce reed isn't that beautiful and I don't know who Bruce Reed is, but I pray for him. Amen. And I pray for his family. And I looked at this and I was like, does this one have a date? No, but it has two dates on here. August 12th, 12th, 1951 and February 12th, 1967. I don't know what those dates mean. They could be marriage dates they could be birth dates they could have been dates of an important meeting i do not know but i know i love it now will i use this older bible to compare against their newer ones 100 percent. but they will not be out on a daily like my other bibles but let me share with you guys the most precious delicate one i that was in that group and it's the one that was in a plastic bag. I know, it's so beautiful and exciting. Hey girl, hey Dee Dee. This Bible was in there. Now this Bible 
is completely falling apart. Oh, you poor baby. And, uh, yes. I don't have a date for this one either. I tried looking. Um, it doesn't have a copyright date though. So the next thing I want to look at is when did they start putting copyright dates on Bibles? You know what I mean? That's probably I should look up next. But I'm going to try and hold it so you guys can see. This Bible, oh, you can see it's completely falling apart. There's some extra um, pages here that are in the obvious wrong place. Like there's a Matthew next to Ecclesiastics because it was falling apart and just put together. And I love it because then I can open it up and then I see more notes. You see what I mean? And that page is a page of deaths within the family and then after that page is a page listing their parents and the names of their parents and the dates that their parents were born so i'm just going to say the first name and then the date of birth and the month to show how old this bible possibly is the first name of the husband is glenn and his date of birth is april 1915 <laughs> isn't that beautiful and his wife's name was oh well it says Mamie I think that's Mamie Boyce that's not the full name but her birthday was October 1918 so she was three years older than her husband isn't that too cute anyhow I was like, yes, I love this Bible. And then it has a bunch of old bookmarks that are just so old fashioned and delicate. Look at that. And they have different years on it. So they have the, the husband and wife that were born in the you know, early 1900s. And then here's a bookmark from 1994. So this Bible lasted in that family for quite a long time, right? Well, I'm looking through this Bible that is falling apart. And then I get to the very end and I see this letter. This beautiful cursive handwriting, delicate, very thin letter right here. And this letter, is addressed to a cousin and it goes over their family line from the late 1800s specifically 1894 who their i guess great 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 maybe four greats grandparents were and she's addressing this letter to her cousin. And she says, this is who was married to who. And they give their date of births in it and their names. And then she closes with this. I have a few more facts about the Donaldsons and the Daymarks, I think, if you are interested. The, on the only cousin that wanted information was Tyrus Marshburn, Carol Ann, 
LD and the oldest daughter wants all the information that I have. She is like me and loves to go back and loves old pictures. By now, Anna Bell. Isn't that beautiful? Now, I'm going to try and get through this next sentence and say another reason why I absolutely love finding letters and finding these old Bibles. I I don't have any of this from my family. I cannot tell you who my earthly family line truly was or where they come from. I cannot tell you what my great, great, great grandmother's and father's name was. I have no family heirlooms from them. I don't have anything like that. And as someone who didn't even grow up with an active father in their life, I don't have that. I will give God all praise and glory that I had a very strong and active mother who never missed a football game. Yes, I played football. She never played a, missed a soccer game or a swim meet or a play or a concert. She never missed any of that. So I am very grateful to God for that. But it is obviously a wound I would like healed by my Jesus. The fact that I don't have any idea. And I've asked God, you know, God, when I go somewhere, I see families having a good time together. I see grandparents and people having barbecues and having birthdays. I see celebrations. When people are graduating, there's a group of people there to celebrate them on their accomplishments. And at least I've grown in this. I used to ask God whining and complaining, like, why didn't I get that, you know? But I think I've progressed enough to ask God, honestly, God, like, you know, that's one of the things I would love or I would have loved. I would love to go and do things with my family and have a huge family. Why why didn't I get that? And I'm not asking God to question why some of us are dealt certain cards because I know I've lived a very beautiful life and I and I know I have been very blessed in the Lord. So please don't misunderstand me. This, I guess, is just a testimony and a boasting in the Lord and a healing process all in one. We all have something. This is one of my some things. So I asked God, well, why? You know, like, not to 
question him but to understand and i haven't been given an answer yet and i honestly don't know why but in my mind for my understanding right now i think sometimes we are given things and just enough of things to ensure we don't fall away from christ and that we are led to Christ. I pray that makes sense. And the best examples I can understand from that is like with Solomon. Now Solomon was the wisest of the wise, you know? He was considered wise and rich and wealthy and had overabundance. So much that God, after he proved himself loyal, God visited him and said, Anything that you asked, I will give you. And he asked God, God, I want wisdom so I can know how to lead your people correctly and beautifully according to your word. You know, not those exact words, but he said, I want wisdom to lead your people good and godly, right? And then he did great the first couple of years, but then he started to do all the things that God commands us not to do. He started to neglect God. He started to not appreciate God. He started to rely on his horse, his horses and his chariots and marry all random women who started serving other gods and, and just doing some things that were completely against God. And he lost it all all of it and then after him not only was his line cursed but the land and his people were cursed because the king fell out of love with god now maybe this is just my um earthly mind trying to put it together but i believe for me the reason why I or maybe others weren't given certain things in this lifetime was so we can understand maybe like Job we're gonna have tenfolds later and we're gonna truly um, appreciate what we're given when we finally do get those things if God chooses to bless us those things with our life in this life but I think also God was like well even if you don't have those things, do you still love me? Maybe that was a question that God had for me and others like that. Well, Marie, will you still love me? Even if you don't get those things? Even if you don't have someone standing right beside you? Will you still have confidence and, and courage and know that I am with you? Will that be enough? And of course, the answer should be yes right it should be yes we should all be like god i know you're with me and i don't want or need another but let's be honest sometimes it would be nice to have someone patting you on the back and saying you're doing a good job and i know god is patting us on the back and angels are cheering for us i get this and in my spiritual mind and heart i know this but let's be honest, having someone standing next to us or saying, you know what, today kind of sucked, but tomorrow's going to be better. It makes us feel better, right? So almost long story short, almost short, but not really short. <laughs> um, one 
we all have something to get over. But while we are in the middle of our healing process, both physically and spiritually, don't forget to thank God for the blessings that He is giving you in your in your walk. Because God will bless us and give us that pat on the back, that encouragement, right? For me, it happens to be old Bibles. For someone else, it might be you get all the green lights on the way to work. You know, for someone else, it might be you're walking through a field and, and suddenly a ton of butterflies appear. I don't know, whatever God gives you as a symbol of his love. For me, it's his word in old Bibles. I love them, obviously, right? Don't forget to thank God and praise God and raise God while he is walking you through the fire and refining you. Because after that process is done, he is going to be able to look at you and see his reflection in you. And that is the goal, to be something close to beautiful like our Jesus, right? And if I may add a third um, thing I believe is parents, 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 parents. Let's do a good job. Amen. Whatever hand we were dealt, however we were raised, whatever obstacles were that were put in our paths, everything happens on this earth is an ordain is ordained and and okayed or allowed by God's permissive will. Everything. Marie, even the bad stuff, everything, even the good stuff everything even the stuff that makes us feel uncomfortable everything the other day i was praying and i said god i can see why certain things had to happen and i thank you for fulfilling your word that you lovingly correct those who you love sometimes that correction <laughs> you know it's a little bit harsh but it's good for us and but parents whatever card we were dealt let's do better for the next generation the word of god says parents are to leave an inheritance for their kid now an inheritance could be something good and godly and it could be something negative unfortunately one side of my parental earthly parental unit left not such good inheritance, but that is nothing that can't or will hold me back from the blessings of God. Amen. And I know some are like Marie that wasn't that bad. Some have been dealt a really difficult, heavy card. Absolutely 100%. And I guarantee you, I feel God's Holy Ghost on this. Hallelujah. Praise God. I guarantee you, because they were dealt a more difficult card than me or some others, their testimony will be that more beautiful. Amen. And the anointment and appointment that God will put over them and their household will be even that much greater. And the generations, praise Yahweh, that follow them will be even 
that more blessed because they overcame by the glory and grace of God. Amen? So those of us who are parents now, who are mentors, wherever your ministry is, I do not know. I know God knows because he's placed you there. Let's leave an inheritance of God's word and God's blessing and to give others something that we didn't have, all the good things of God, but also give what we were given. I was given a strong role model, someone who had a high worth ethic, someone who had high morals and high values and taught me to think and to know God. Amen. And I thank God all the time for my mother because she was such a strong person, such a strong person. And the fact that she overcame whatever card she was dealt to do better with me so that I could try to do better with the next generation, to me just shows God's glory even more. And I am so very thankful to God for that. Amen? Amen. So <laughs> I said I would keep it together, didn't I? Oh, Miss Marie, I think sometimes I'm a liar. <laughs> <laughs> in a loving way if a love if a liar can be loving <laughs> i apologize but i pray others uh, i pray others go out go out before you go out pray with god pray with god and god will lead you god will lead and guide you amen in jesus name maybe i'll do another video on this Oh, that is so funny. <laughs> so this note card for um, 10 commandments for a wife, for wives. This is, I'm not kidding, dated the day I was supposed to be born. And when I say supposed to be born, I was seven days late. My mom tells a story that I just was stubborn from the very beginning and, and just didn't want to come out. <laughs> but, um... I thought that was pretty awesome, right? The woman hands me a Bible, said these were waiting for you, and then inside, here this is, with the date that I was supposed to be born in red ink. Now, we all know red ink written in the Bible is Jesus speaking, right? So to me, this means something. And it's kind of a funny joke. I don't wanna make this too long of a video, but these are, the Ten Commandments for Wives, and I'll break this up later in two different videos when I repost it. Here we are. The Ten Commandments for Wives. Honor your womanhood that your days may be long in the house which your husband provides for you. Number two, expect not your husband to give you as many luxuries as, sorry, expect not your husband to give you as many luxuries as your father has given you after many years of hard labor and economics number three forget not the virtue of good humor for verily all that a man has will give for a woman's smile number four 
You shall not nag. <laughs> that, that should have been number one, right? <laughs> number five, you shall coddle your husband for truly every man loves to be fussed over. <laughs> That's sweet. Number six, remember that the frank approval of your husband is worth more to you than the sidelong glances of many strangers. Ooh, that one was deep. Ooh, I like that. Number seven, forget not the grace of cleanliness and good dressing. Hey. <laughs> number four, I'm sorry, number eight, Permit no one to assure you that you are having a hard time of it. Neither your mother, nor your sister, nor your maiden aunt, nor any other relative. For the judge will not hold her guiltless who permits another to disparage her husband. Ooh, that's a good one. Number nine, keep your home with all diligence. For out of it comes the joys of your old age. That's true. And number 10, the last 10 commandments for wives. Commit your ways unto the Lord, your God, and your children shall rise up and call you blessed. Aw, isn't that sweet? <laughs> I like that, the 10 commandments of wives. That's sweet. That just shows another reason why I love going to old bookstores and getting old books. Now, some might be wondering, Marie, how do you find these old bookstores and old books? One, Goodwill, thrift stores, or you could literally type in your search engine for whatever city you are in, used bookstores, and you'll get a plethora of used bookstores wherever you at. Um, if you don't have, for some reason, used bookstores in your area or you're looking for a specific book, I'm not paid to, paid to endorse or affiliated, but I love shopping at thriftbooks.com. You could get some really, really nice books for like $6. I've talked about them before, $7, dirt cheap. Um, but also, especially in your area, um, or at least in a couple cities that I have lived in. I always like to look up friends of the library or something like that and It'll have a name Whatever the name is it'll say friends of the library for example in El Paso, Texas It says I believe it says Silo Vista friends of the libraries and You can go in there and get books for dirt cheap or you could get some collectibles if you like You know first editions and collectibles if that's your thing 100% um, You could get books. I'm not kidding at that particular store. They have dollar bag days or two dollar bag days um, Where you could fill up like a grocery bag like stuff it to the <laughs> stuff it to it's like pulling for two dollars a whole grocery bag worth of books um, You could get a variety of different books there and that's what I love why I love used bookstores is yes, it's cheaper, it's lower cost, but also instead of you're not being 
pushed at what the mainstream book people want to sell you or put into your mind. I believe when you pray and you go to a used bookstore, God is guiding you. And just like me being in that particular bookstore, you'll have the book, hallelujah, I feel that so strongly that God has told you to be or read there for you. And um, where was that at? Uh, um, look up our friends at Sila Vista um, Library. You know what? Let me look it up for you, girl. Um, and our friends at Silo Vista Library. How do you spell library? Library bookstore. Friends of Silo Vista Library. So the address there is right here. Can you see it? That is terrible. Okay, I'm going to read it very slowly. 3025 McRae Boulevard 79925. And the name is Friends of Silla Vista Library. So in most cities you go to, if you look up Friends of Library um, and put your zip code, it'll come up with a ton of libraries. And you could go there and get books like dirt cheap. Like the Friends of the Library I went to. Oh, you're welcome, sweetie. Um, the Friends of the Library I went to yesterday Paperback books were 50 cents. Hardback books were a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like to say I rescue books and give them a nice, beautiful, safe home to live at. <laughs> I spent $18 in books. Plus, I donated. Um, and that's just me. You know, if the Lord says, Marie... I want you to take this amount and donate. That's what Marie does. Amen. Um, so I donated. Some some might not. Some may be like, "That's it, eighteen dollars." I left with five bags of books. Yes. So eighteen dollars, five bags of books, is a lot. And I got a lot of. I got just like God. Praise Yahweh. Just like I asked God. I got old Bibles. I love you, Lord. I got a, I got two more Bible handbooks. I got two uh, comparative Bibles where they compare different versions of the Bible all in one book. Um, I got I love dictionaries, especially old dictionaries where they have the old def old definition of words. So I got like two. Anyhow, I got a lot of books. Is my point. So if you're like me and God is leading you away, like you turn on the TV and you're like, this is crap. That's how I was feeling. This is crap. I don't even want to watch this trash. God was like, the more you come, become interested in God, you're going to become less interested with TV, music, and the ways of the world. So get books. <laughs> get books. Amen. All right. And let God lead you. So I pray others got something out of this testimony in Jesus name. Oh my gosh. Look, 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 look. 
Look at all these bookmarks. Aren't these the Does anyone remember Bernstein Bears? <laughs> oh my gosh, I am so cheesy. I know I, it's to me, it's the little things that matter. I love this kind of stuff. Just looking at these old fashioned, oh, I, I'm telling you guys, I love it. Look at this one. Isn't that darling? Isn't that just darling? Oh my goodness. I love these little bookmarks. Marie, are you going to use them? Nope. They are going to stay right here in this Bible. And I am putting it to the side. Um, and it will not be used. Later, when I get a chance, oh my goodness. This one almost made me cry again um, when I opened it. Does anyone remember this? Growing up, um, my tia, who's... Um, now passed away she had this painting in her house and it reminded me of her and I know we don't commune with the dead I know that but I thanked God you know there was just so many blessings in this little Bible uh, and it's completely falling apart and I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best to put the missing pages or the pages where they're supposed to go but i love it oh i love it this bible is probably from the early 1900s or you know i don't know it doesn't have a copyright date but it's so precious to me amen amen oh i love it <laughs> oh all right so i'm gonna get going i pray others have a blessed day go get yourself some books uh, whatever books you like, I'm telling you, when you go to those Our Friends of the Library books, there are a ton of books, like books on photography, books on music, books on just a variety. And they're books that aren't in print anymore, so you can't get these anywhere else. Amen? Oh my gosh. Anyhow, go, go, go. Go look. You'll see. You'll, you'll see what I mean. You'll love them. All right. So I'm going to get going, but let's go ahead and end this with a prayer. Father God, in the blessed name of our Jesus Christ Nazareth, I thank you for this day. I thank you for blessing us all abundantly in all aspects of our life and covering us in the loving, saving blood of our Yeshua HaMashiach. Father God, I thank you for reminding each and every one of us that your sovereign hand controls and rules everything there is not one thing that happens on this earth in this earth in the waters or in the heavens that you are not in full awareness of we thank you for your permissive will we thank you that you have set in our path maybe certain obstacles maybe certain trials maybe things that we might have to overcome but you are forever and always with us just like you were with and will be with your people and your prophets of old father god in the blessed name of our jesus christ of nazareth we thank you for healing your people especially me because you know i need it lord healing our wounds healing our hurts healing our mind our spirit our body our soul that we have given back on to you and dedicate and confess with each of them including our mouth that we will love the lord our god with our whole earthly and spiritual being 
We give unto God what is of God. We give to you our breath, our eyesight, our hearing, our mouth, and our deeds. Lord, let everything we do glorify your blessed name. We thank you for being with your people. We thank you for giving us light in the middle, after, and during this exodus. And most of all, we give you all the praise, honor, and glory. And we thank you for our blessed Savior, our Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, who, once we drink of him, we will never thirst. Once we eat of him, we will never be hungry. And once we truly fall in love with him, we will want no other and serve no other. We pray this all in the mighty name of our Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Emmanuel, for God is always and forever with us. Filled with the Holy Spirit, the Ruha Kaddish, and sealed with the blood of Christ. Amen. Yay! <laughs> all right, children of God, I pray others have a blessed day in Jesus' name, and I will see you all later. All right. So, till next time. <laughs> may God bless you. May God keep you. May we all be forever written in the book of life. Amen.